This is a We Are On We production. On a little bit of, it's a slight bit of a tangent. I've always wanted to play. Okay, I'll, I'll start off with. I had been at your. I was at your place, and we played South Park: Stick of Truth. Hmm, I love, I love games. And like I that. thought it's a great. It was. It's a great game. It's. A, it's one of the best game that's been adapted from from television or even movies. Yeah. Like there's a, like for example, a, like a lot of the Saw games were shit. <laughs> Some of the Simpsons, some of the Simpsons games have been pretty decent. Hit and Run is probably one of the best, one of the best adaptions yeah. I've yeah, seen. In fact, I, I need to find a copy of that. Um, there's a lot of game traders around mm. here. I need to go and find it because I'd love to play that game again. Oh, so would I. It's a, it's quite a great game. And like obviously we've just like we've discussed Real Friends, which was a game, which was a, which was a game, which is a web series, an animated web series that was a similar vibe to. American Dad, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, a lot of that sort of alternative comedy sort of humor there mm. based on the father, his best friend and the the father's illegitimate son, et cetera, et cetera. And I'd I'd really like to do a game based on that web series. And there's a lot of ways you can go about it. Like South Park, you would not expect them to make... Like, well, you, you can. They'll get the game they made. But they had to make a game that was that adapted to a genre rather than just making a South Park game. They had many South Park-based story games previously, and none of them did very well. No. But Stick of Truth, it's a, it was a whole different beast that they created. Yeah, and in itself, even if it wasn't a um, South Park game, it'd be a perfectly acceptable game. I can't remember oh, the, it de- the, the it definitely combat would be. system. Do, do you remember what it was like? I haven't played it for so long. Um, I'm just trying to remember exactly what it was. Was it like a turn-based um, sort of thing? Yeah, I think it was. It was a turn-based game, yeah. because yeah. it was sort of, um, um, it reminded me of, um, the way Final Fantasy does their combat mm. systems. And mixed with that story, with all those, you perfect. know. perfect. And the thing is, like, when you make a game like that, it's hard mm. to do it wrong. Because you have such a rich world, I think that's the thing that about Simpsons Hit and Run and um, Bully, as well as well, Bully to a lesser extent, but South Park as well. Because you have you've seen all these episodes, and you know there's all these little secrets that you can throw in everywhere, all these little Easter eggs that will remind people of um, experiences they had. Like you, you'll find um, what's a good example? You'll find um, Mr. Hanky. Yes, in the in the um, sewage system. Yeah, you know, like that's a throwback to all the episodes that he was involved in. And I can't remember, was there like the man, pear, man bear pig guy in there somewhere? Ah, uh, yes. In the he was behind the bushes. And they're all, all those characters, to an extent, nearly every single one of the big characters from the South Park franchise are included Satan? in there. To some extent. Oh, Hussain? I'm not sure if Satan is. I don't think Saddam is <laughs> who Satan is. But I guess... Um, I, they went they, they went with a lot of their original character a lot mm. of the original characters you know Mr. Hanky Man Bear Pig then again Man Bear Pig is Al Gore isn't it? Yeah yeah I believe that's yeah. correct yeah But um you but know it's it's, it's it so good quite, because yeah. part of what drives it you know not not you know even more than character progression and the story as well is just being able to explore all these buildings you know you 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 don't have to watch on as the creators show you the room. You can walk in it and see what these parts of that universe look like. And that's something that I absolutely love. 
and it's the same in exactly um the simpsons hit and run you know you get in a car and you drive to the quickie mart and you can see all the streets and everything leading up to the quickie mart that you haven't seen before um you can go into buildings and stuff that you didn't think you'd be able to you can sort of you sort of get a better understanding of where everything is in that universe and it's really it's really good i remember as a kid i would just get in a car and my gaming session that day would just be exploring that world rather than doing quests or anything like that and that's something i love and so when you develop a um a tv series or um, a movie series with the intention of making it into a game one day you sort of have to think about building this rich world and including all these nice characters all these little references that you could one day incorporate into a video game itself do you think the south park game or and even the simpsons even simpsons hit and run do you think it would have been as successful if it didn't have that open world capability um hmm i think i don't think i don't, a I don't think so it is a because tough one. No, the me thing either. is south park fans would play it regardless of what it is if it was like a oh, um, God, yeah. a tetris clone they'd probably look at it to see what sort of jokes are in there and that sort of stuff um same thing with the simpsons hit and run like i got the simpsons road rage i think it was called which was mm. a very linear game you're in a car you got to develop all these things and then you got a time trial then you can move on to the next level where you're in a different you're a different character in a different car and it's just interesting um because it's the simpsons and you can you can look, like hear all the jokes that they're doing and that sort of stuff. But the idea of um, open world is that yeah you, you can you can explore um, and it adds several different like levels um, of entertainment to the game. Like I said, um, you think Simpsons Hit and Run if it wasn't Simpsons themed mm. would be sort of like Grand Theft Auto and people love that. Um, same thing with Stick of Truth if it wasn't South Park themed, it could just be another fantastical type game another fantasy point and click with fighting it'd just be final fantasy which is a yeah, very it's, entertaining it's, game yeah. in itself and people love it it's more like just applying what you have the this the the world you have to a genre yeah and, and it, that's it, what it I, emphasizes that's, that's essentially what they it, did. it, yeah. it compounds like that that success the quality of it but you can't just do any genre either. Like I don't no. like if you if they say they made a, a South Park. Okay, that's a bad example. A Simpsons, a shooter, for example, that definitely wouldn't work. Or even like a fight. I believe there was a fighting game that had a lot of cartoon characters. I can't remember exactly what it was. I believe there there was something like that. But it's that's it's not going to be a big hit. No. Either. No. no they. You have to pick it. You have to pick it. And like in those two examples, they picked it perfectly. Um, because that's sort of how you see the characters. You know, it's, it's open world. They, they sort of they pose these issues and they seek out um, everything that they need to solve them. And that's perfect. Um, and I can't really think of what any other, you know, any other genres that they could have picked. Well... You think so? Obviously, there was a Sick of Truth, but they do have they have the sequel. Oh, okay. Which is coming out, which is South Park, the Fractured Butthole. <laughs> great, <laughs> which is a great name. It's a and it's it's that role play. It's obviously going to be that role playing sort of genre. Yeah, but it's with it because they're superheroes. They are now like there's Mysterion, Cartman is the Coon. They're all their characters from that um, the Coon arc that they did a few a few years ago. 
Yeah. And expanding on that because it's a whole new, it's a whole new universe as well. Real realistically, they can. There's so much more they can explore. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> no, neither can I. I think it'd be great. Um, I did want to talk about not necessarily games that we'd want to make, like of like the concept of like we went through, we went through the ones that we that we that we had in the top of our heads. But there's a few like genres that I think would be interesting to get into. But it's making it unique at the same time. Like, for example, a, a first-person shooter. There's not this. Is there more you can do with that genre? Like, if we had the budget and we had the resources, could, would you make a, a shooter, a first-person, a third-person? However, any sort of shooter. Do you think it's a realistic thing to be commercially successful? Whatever you feel like that is. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing about first-person yeah. shooters is that they're highly competitive, highly like skill-based, um, and it's just fun to do. And people are stuck with that. The thing is, it's tough then to make it successful um, without that multiplayer aspect. And if you want to do that, you have to have a really engaging story. And that's something that Battlefield um, has done very well because it's just visually stunning and sound-wise, it's, it's just perfect. Um, it, it's like participating in an action movie. Mm. And I think that's something that really drives the success of those games. Um, and I think, you know, it's definitely possible, even with other things. You were talking about real friends. If you, you know, put that into a first-person shooter. Again, part of what drives these sort of, um, I'm going to say, appropriations of TV shows and movies is being able to explore mm. the, the world. And so in a first-person shooter... Um, yeah, as, as you complete levels and do that sort of stuff, you're moving on to different areas of that universe. And it's interesting in that way. What do you think about, like, uh, sort of like a fighting game? Like, a well, maybe not necessarily fighting, but like a, a beat-em-up, which is the classic... It'd have to be a two-dimensional uh, yeah, game. Yeah. What do you, do you, do you think you could... Like, even... Um, I'm just, I was just looking at it. Scott, Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game, it was a side-scrolling beat-em-up. And applying different oh, yeah. um, stories to that sort of for- to that genre, it could work quite well. Like, it's just you. Go- and I think as what you said before, it's the it's the story that's the big thing. Like, you can have the bet, like you can have the best game in the world mm. with great mechanics, and it's a like it's a great game to play. But it's not going to stick if the story is not is isn't decent. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely. There'll be jokes and that sort of stuff in there, but it sort of needs to have. Um, another another pull toward the game. It's yeah. It, it has to have a bit. Of, it has to be that that subs that substance. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, like even the the sub. Oh, how what what type of genre would you say it is? Like a survival horror game. Yeah. I feel like you could do a lot with because, like, obviously, I, as I've mentioned well to you before, I'm really I've been wanting to make like a lot of TV shows, web series, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And horror is one that I'd I'd like to explore. Yeah. But incorporating something like that into video games, I feel like could be damn like very fun to make because it's ve- it have to be very story based. Horror games. Mm. Like I guess yeah. you could compare like, like um, successful horror games without a story include like um. Mm. What is that game called? Ah, uh, Slenderman. Mm-hmm. Slenderman. Oh, which yeah, was, exactly which was, right. You know, actually, a craze. 
was a craze. Um, because you're just thrown into the situation and it's sort of spooky as it is. And so you just, you just start exploring. And then as it, as it evolves, it just gets more terrifying. <laughs> what was, had you, had you played, um, Left 4 Dead? I have, yeah. You did, didn't yeah. you? You have. So what is Left 4 Dead? I feel like Dead? it's less of a horror game and more of just a linear shooter. Okay. Yeah, essentially, you're, well, you're, there is a story behind it, but gameplay-wise, mm. you start off at the beginning like in a safe room because, mm. yeah, it's, it's, it's a world plagued by you know a zombie infection where there are just normal zombies and then there's some special types of zombies, but you begin with a group of three other people in a safe room. You collect some weapons and then you go out of there and you're essentially searching for a way... Um, to leave that land and get to safety. It might be like, oh, there's a helicopter at the top of the hospital, so we have to get to the hospital, ascend to the hospital, and then get away onto that helicopter or get up there and call the helicopter and do that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's split into several levels of just going from point A to point B, killing all the zombies in the way and dealing with all the special zombies. Um, yeah, just to get to point B and move on to the next level. Okay, interesting. Like there is a lot of survival horror games that I've just like that I've heard of. I've you know I've seen a bit of gameplay for that have sort of inspirations what I have in my head. Like I've got no specific concept, but like like Dead Space, The Last mm. of Us. I haven't played. Even, I haven't played Dead Space, but mm. I know it to be one of the like more successful horror games. Um, that that does suspense and actual physical, <laughs> you know, horror mm. much much better than its competitors. Even Resident Evil, I've heard, I have, I've seen bits and pieces of some of the older games, but the newer, like, I hadn't played a lot of them, yeah. but they seem like quite great games. Like, they're, and they're more grounded as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The, the Have you played it? No, no, I haven't. Had you, have you watched it? I've like, seen some seen people play it, yeah, it? and it does look very good. It does look very good. Like, so I would really like to do a survival sort of horror game, for sure. That sort of... Because it's it's quite interesting. I can't, I can't like I can't think of a story off the top of my head. But it's one of those things where you can explore many different stories, many different you know crimes within that story that can that where you have to survive. And I think that's it's done. It's been done very well, but not necessarily. But not necessarily independently. Like obviously, there's going to be the, the big names, the big franchises. Resident Evil being the the biggest one. Yeah. A lot of the independent ones, they haven't cut through, I don't think, for many different reasons. Yeah. Because I think there's, a, there's, there's also the, the concept of creativity versus game development. Like, you to, ha to create a commercially successful game, or like a really good game, they have to be on a similar level. You on can create the greatest level. game with a crap story. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's a trope of... Um, successful games and this it, is an inherent part of game like successful game development essentially like you, you can have the most complex complicated games but if you know the, the if it isn't designed well if it isn't good to look at if there isn't a good story to get engaged with then it's just you know there's no drive to play it well so like i wanted to go on the concept of because we had talked about recently i guess well, platform games. It's a very interesting. It's a very. It's still quite popular. It's still quite a popular genre. The one off the top of my head is, um, what is it called? Super Meat Boy, mm. which was 
a very successful independently made platformer. And like, is are there any pl- like platform games that you would like to create? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Are there any off the top of your head? Like, well, you were you were creating a game. Yeah. You? Yeah. That's and I still am. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to because now I've learned so much more about game development. I realized that I've been doing like mm. everything that I possibly could have done wrong. So I'm going to just like scrap the progress I've done now and then start from scratch with a much, much what better plan. Um, I just haven't organized it well um, in terms of all the game objects and um, how, how we, how you'll transition to different levels and that sort of stuff. Like it's just, it's just all out of order and not, not very easy to implement. Now you sort of got to build it, at a very high level um, and build down from there so that it's much easier to implement features later on. Like in order for me to introduce a new object, I sort of have to edit all of my code, whereas it should be such that when I want to implement a new object, I just make the code for that object and then the game knows how to work with it. So I need to, I need to go back and fix that. Do you want to talk about the game that you're creating? Uh, not yet, not yet. Not yet. You want to keep it okay. Yeah, until until well, until I've got uh, a prototype working. <laughs> okay. Are there any little? What is always? I've, I've, always, I've, I've sort of yeah. wanted. I've wanted to build roguelike two D games. A roguelike is where hmm. you 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 jump into a dungeon. It's randomly generated. It's got enemies. It's got loot, and you keep going through there, amassing loot, until eventually you die. And when you die, you go back to like the beginning instance and you're able to upgrade your character or buy weapons and that sort of stuff and then you jump back into the thing again and it, it the driving force is seeing how far you can get you know there's that the competitiveness there as well as just making your character as powerful as possible and a good a good game a good example is like um diablo kind of mm. um but to to a greater extent um a game like rogue legacy is a really well developed game but I've always been interested by those sort of infinitely playable, but also very engaging games with with an end goal. Okay, interesting. Is there are there any are there any specific concepts other than that that you wanted to, that you've been wanting to make, like in that platform? Like, well, not necessarily the concept, but like, are there any different? Because it's obviously different type of platform games. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to think of an example. Like obviously, Super Meat Boy is a platformer, but there's a there's a lot of different ways. Like there's the like a platform adventure game, like a I'm just trying to is it uh, like it like even a like a Castlevania or a was um is it Zelda is, is Legends of Zelda is that a that's a platform adventure game correct No no not a platformer isn't it what what is it It's just is that just more of an adventure it's like game? an open world RPG open adventure. World, okay. Yeah, but yeah, game like there's different platform like again, well, Castlevania, and I can't think of anything off the top of my head which use the fundamentals of both like action adventure and platformers, and that yeah, and platform which has been done a long, long time ago, but these days it hasn't been done as much. And like there's like there's mix of like platform and action. There's, games there's a lot of games pl- like that. That's still built on that concept, and they're they're founded on that style of game. But there's nothing really different or engaging about them, and that's a tough thing with developing interesting games. Is you most of them are not not copies, but 
they're they're heavily inspired by games of the past hmm. and they seek to to replicate you know what what was fun about them all those years ago but in doing that you have to introduce something new or something exciting and that, that was easy to do you know some years ago where um graphics and sound alone was easy to do like it just just upgrading the graphics and everything makes the those old games playable again you see that with all these hd remakes of games of the past like age of empires and um i don't know i think they might have done some diablo remakes or something like that but um oh no they did um fallout remakes i think the games like that you know you could you could just give it a new cover and it'd be playable again and some people do that they they take their own take on the games with their updated graphics and that sort of stuff but you need to introduce you know some some elements that are going to be engaging different different um mechanics to the game like different items and different ways to solve puzzles or um what do you call it storylines and that sort of stuff no you're exactly right i, I was thinking because i was i've like obviously grand theft was a game that we've played a lot but there's a lot of clones of that open world action adventure driving and shooting i'm just trying to think what yeah, was that other lot, game what was the other game that, that came out around what came out around Grand Theft Auto 4? That was Saints quite Row? a similar game. Saints Row, that's correct. Yeah, it was Saints Row. Yeah. There, and do you think Saints Row did itself justice by creating? It's like it's obviously a quite a similar game. It's it's a lot of unique things about it. Of yeah, course. it's it's a like they, they they both have very very similar foundations, but Saints Row takes itself less seriously, and is mm, how so? Um, uh, it it, it aims um less on realism if you, if you have played any of the recent ones they 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 yeah i just just interested in maximizing fun with it at the sacrifice of realism and the story isn't as dark isn't as serious as they are in grand theft auto where yeah grand theft auto is pretty pretty open it's very um i don't know it's just very serious saints row the plot and all that is less is more fun and it's not as open in the sense that i'm pretty sure the first few or even all of them are more focused on building a gang rather than seeking vengeance or doing things like that okay interesting i'm, 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 I I'm looking at a long time i didn't played it since the days of of like at least year 11 and 12 yeah Maybe even year ten. It's been quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really interesting if you you what you play Saints Row three, um, and then play Grand Theft Auto four, for instance. You you'll know you'll notice just how uh, vastly different they are. Mm, okay. Um. So we will finish up, but I, there's one sort of genre of game that I really wanted to talk about, and obviously, no, Hayden. I'm a big professional wrestling fan. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're a successful I have wrestling lo- like, fan. I've, I am. <laughs> you successfully I have, like I've loved, wrestling. I've loved a lot of the wrestling games. And we've, you, well, you played a lot yeah. of the wrestling games. Yeah, play when, when, I was young, games back in the when day? I was young, that's all I would play. I loved them. SmackDown vs. Raw, all that sort of stuff. I, I, I bought, I'd, buy, I'd all, buy the new game every year. Mm. And they, they're quite, they were quite decent games. And I really liked the, I guess you'd say open world, or you'd say open arena, mm. how you could search around the arena and bl- and a lot of the things were interactive. Like you could toss people into road cases, et cetera, et cetera. I would like to do a 
well, what sort of quarter game would you say? Like a mix between those wrestling games and do you remember playing? Did you ever play Backyard Wrestling the game? No, no, I didn't. Did you ever hear about Backyard Wrestling the game? I, I knew it existed. I never saw anything on it there. Well, you could. Did, what, what's that? What is the big fighting game that was? Was it Street Fighter? Street Fighter was like a been... real, real retro game, pixely mm. and everything. But there's also like Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. That's the game I'm thinking. Yeah, of. I think it was Tekken, maybe. Tekken, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking it up. I can't even remember now. Anyway, it yep. was similar. You got it was similar to Mortal Kombat, where you could you know pick your own characters and you could brawl in different environments. Like mm. uh, the one I remember off the top of my head was a. It was a backyard. Well, obviously backyard wrestling, but it was a backyard where um, people were like, there were, you'd be able to interact with the person flipping burgers on the barbecue, and you could toss them <laughs> onto the barbecue, and they get burned on the back and. Different interactive things like that. I'm just trying to... Yeah. Back, I just want to look up Backyard Wrestling the game. And it's like, I'd really like to do a game that is a a wrestling game, but that is more... Oh, okay. I, I would like... It would be more of a Backyard Wrestling game. So, it's, you know, like a Backyard Wrestling promotion, like, you know, like a shitty house mm. and there's a shitty ring and, like, you get interact with that. And there's, like, might be different arenas. Like, you know what? It might be a like in the middle of this paddock and there's cars there, blah, blah, blah. You can brawl on the cars. There's different environments Yeah. to to brawl in. Yeah, I'm just looking at um, Backyard Wrestling Game and the roster they had. They had um, the two guys from Insane Clown Posse, Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope. Um, a few just shitty wrestlers, all these just made-up wrestlers. But like I would like to do a game that like we create these own characters. Like I'm a big wrestling fan and like it might not necessarily be... It it would be a game that anybody can play and have fun, not necessarily wrestling fans. Yeah. More of a brawler than anything, but with all these unique characters, you know, there might be storylines to it, but it could be just, it'd be more of a, a fighting game than anything, compete in that ring. You might, I might include aspects of, di- of the different wrestling games where there's a story mode and you make your own wrestler and come up through, like from the bottom all the way to win the Backyard Wrestling Championship, quote unquote. But I feel like it's a concept that hasn't been done before, and I feel like you can make it something that yeah. a like a wide audience would enjoy, even though it's a wrestling game. But it's like taking the mick out of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. in a sense as well. Like an op- pl- the big thing about yeah, sorry, like an open world game. You would make it yeah, you would make it more of an open world game. Like you know, like it might start in like well, it could be a bit of it could be a bit of both. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think. I guess it would be more of a story-driven game. I guess you would compare it to more of the wrestling games. Like, for example, like there might be that story, and you can go about the quote-unquote arena. Like, you know what? Like, let's say the first, one of the arenas is the backyard, and that's where you start. You fight in the ring. You can brawl in the house. You can yeah. brawl around the house, down the street. Oh, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Cut like it might be cut off a bit. Like you work yourself up to maybe you're wrestling at a bar, and that's one of the arenas. And you can go like in the toilets, out of the toilets, out of the like all these different areas and ball there. Like so, yeah. like quite detailed like le- levels, arenas, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, definitely. It yeah, I think because that's what I really enjoyed about those older wrestling games that you could like you you were able to interact with a lot of the environment. 
Like, one thing I really didn't like about a lot of the newer games, or a lot of the games, you can't brawl in the audience. Yeah. Like, I really wanted to, you know, just, like, toss somebody over the barricade and start brawling in the crowd. And, like, obviously, there's limitations there. Like, you can't just have every single person in the crowd you're being able to interact with in those bigger games. Like, for example, in this game, there could be, you know, like, only, like, 10 or 20 people at max in the audience but you may like the within the game the story is you know oh, they're yeah. very very popular but there's only like 20 people in the crowd yeah. they could be npcs that you could interact with you know like they could be like they could try and punch you back you can knock them down etc cetera, etc cetera. like like how grand theft auto is how you can interact with all the people in in that open world yeah but i think it's a concept that would be very entertaining to make very entertaining to create the story for and very fun to play as well, especially if you can interact with that. Like, with Grand Theft Auto, you can't go inside every single house. Yeah. But with these, it's a sort of, like, smaller... Like, because they're more like levels, you could be able to go into your house and the house next door and the house next door. Or, for example, if it's that bar setting, you can go maybe out the front, into the bathrooms, into the back area, into the bar, into the kitchen... And be quite interactive, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be yeah. I think it'd be an interesting sort of beat 'em up sort of game that, that hasn't a, been explored. A, a, that hasn't been explored. Backyard wrestling was dog shit. <laughs> it really was. And there was there was a game. It was quite a while ago. But I bought I when I got my last computer. It was a. It was like a shitty wrestling. Oh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but like the graphics were shit. The motions were shit, mm. but there's a lot of unique things you could do. For example, I could go, you know, one on one with someone, and I could have, I could choose to have a cage. Um, oh yeah. I could choose how many weapons are already just sitting in the ring. Yeah. Like I think the most was like twenty, and like you could have light tubes and chairs and tables. I remember having like twenty tables stacked up in the ring. You couldn't move anywhere, but it was just so, it's so bad it's good, and there was aspects of it like that were like. You could bleed quite easily. If hmm. you, like, sometimes the machine would sort of, not, it wouldn't break, but the mechanics, like, you could get someone up on your shoulders, toss them off, they'll land on their head, and it's like, oh, this guy's broken his neck, he can't wrestle anymore. <laughs> sometimes their arms break off, like, oh, you've broken their arm, They're, and their arm just disappears. The fuck? <laughs> and, uh, no, I know exactly what the fuck, and there's different aspects of games that are just, like, so shitty, but it's so entertaining at the same time. Yeah. So bad it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be an interesting concept to to go about. Anyway, Hayden, we're coming over it. Where well, in this recording session, it's an hour. I might split this into two. But is there anybody? Is there anything you wanted to say about game development or or any you know just in that general concept? I got. I don't know. I've. I'm tired now. I've got <laughs> nothing come out. Of my no, mind. I think. I think we're good. I think we got it. You think we're yep. good? All good. Well. Fuck, how am I going to fucking end this now? Because I usually end it with you just rambling on about something. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Hello and welcome back. Are you out- oh, fuck you, Hayden. This has been a We Are On We production. Head to onwe.tv for more.